0: Welcome to the Scale & Exit Show. I am your host, Judge Graham. And you know every week, every week, I'm bringing you amazing guests. And today, I've got a freaking celebrity on. I've got Coach Burt. You, you, you know, you're a celebrity, right? You, you, I would classify you as a, as, as, as a celebrity, right? Personal brand celebrity. Super excited to have you on. Let me do a quick bio. Um. So, he is a motivator that embraces intense and positive. Coach Michael Burke believes that everybody needs a coach in life, but not just any coach, a super coach, a unique blend of intensity and mindset, a former championship coach combined with an entrepreneurial skill set. <clears throat> Evidence of Coach Burke's beliefs can be seen through him being named the youngest head basketball coach in Tennessee at 22 years old. So, it's, it's amazing. Writing his first book. Uh, first of 12 books at 25, winning his first championship by 31, building a multi-million dollar coaching company by 39, and owning the world record for the most speaking engagements in a single day with 41. You had to have been tired on that. We got to get into that. And through his deep methodology of inner engineering people to win, his championship coaching acumen and his versatility to connect with both blue-collar and white-collar industries, Coach Burt has quickly become one of the most sought-after motivators and hottest business coaches in the world. Coach Burt finds and fulfills the biggest missing structures of companies and individuals. These individual, uh, this includes lack of world-class explanation of services, lack of powerful lead uh, generation systems, lack of uh, revenue-generating follow-up, and lack of killer customer experience. Wow, Coach! What a uh, what an intro! Did I miss anything?
1: Man, I'm, you know, i no, it was so good. I had to put it on Instagram. This is Judge Graham is going
2: on. I love it.
0: Uh, well, I appreciate it, brother, man. I literally, I am genuinely. And I'm about to get some stuff live here too. I'm genuinely excited to have you on. Uh, I hope this is my new money lab. This is my studio. I don't know if you can see behind here. I've got a, a bunch of cool bulls on the wall and some fun stuff, so I hope the audio and visual are going well today, but man, let's, let's jump into it. You were doing some big things. You're breaking, you know, a lot of, um, you know, the traditional norms. You care about people. You're, you're out in the marketplace. You're high intensity. You know, you're, you're moving with speed. You're doing a lot of cool things, right? We got, you know, books that are out. You're doing these masterminds, these retreats. So tell me about, you were just at 10X. You spoke at 10X last year, right? So talk, talk to me about, you know, the, the number one thing right now that's going on. You're help, helping people and that you're excited about.
1: Yeah, the number one thing I'm excited about is just building, building our, our brand of Monster Producer, which is our big coaching program we have roughly 700 people that are participating in that every month and we've introduced new levels so there's now a basic level there's a 25k level a 40k a 60k and above and basically what we've created and i would like to say intentionally judge i really just set out to coach people yeah i believe that, i believe that when you build a hard skill set a primary skill that if that primary skill really moves the needle for another person people begin to come to you when they come to you you then have a network from the network you can exchange and from the exchange, you can add multiple product lines. So I woke up one day, we had five or 600 people in this thing. And I'm like, man, this is an incredible network of like-minded people. Why don't we go on retreats together? Why don't we have one-day intensives where we go deeper? And why don't we go on plane rides together? Why don't we get a suite at 10X? And I started saying, man, we, we built something very special here, a community of like-minded achievers that believe in each other. So what I'm most excited about now is, is continuing to expand that more nationally internationally and continue to i'm interested in bringing my own monster nation tour uh to the world you know that was really what what i saw at 10x that inspired me i want to. there's no reason i shouldn't be having my own conferences with the networks we built you and i know some of the same people with monero and post pratt and all these people and there's no reason we should be doing our own conferences man so i'm excited about a number of things
0: yeah i totally agree man and i went in on that so just just let me know i think it's you know it's uh isn't it fun, right? I mean, so, so I've wrote a couple books too now, and success breeds success. I'm a firm believer in that. And you know, I believe once you, you know, there's always another level of success. So I've personally grown and sold several companies and hit that financial success. But I'm now more rewarded, you know. And you still want the monetary things and, and to be compensated for it, but by giving back, by by seeing breakthroughs, by taking companies that have just plateaued and how do you get them to the next level? How do you scale them? How do you change culture? How do you intense create that intensity? What I love about your background. So I'm an, I'm an ex college uh, football player yeah. fullback. I believe coach, I learned, I learned more from at you know, athletics than I did in school. Right, I mean, and you you learn what it takes to win. You know what it feels like to lose. You, you understand what team is, right? And your DNA, I mean, that's who you are, yeah. right? You you the youngest coach in in Tennessee history and to win a championship. I mean, so that mind that mindset, those behaviors, that has to translate to what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I think. A, I believe that every person on the planet needs a good coach in their life. Those that have had a good coach know what a game changer a, a good coach can be. I believe who's coaching you matters. I believe who's coaching your kids is more important than mm. who the President of the United States is. I believe I believe uh, a good coach can change your whole life and so my pedigree was uh, started very early in life as early as 15 years old. I was a head coach at 18. I was the youngest head coach in the st- state of Tennessee at 21. Uh, I had won a championship by 31 and I built this powerhouse national you know, championship program. Uh, that has now won seven of the last nine championships. It's Amazing. Crazy. And so I'm a coach. I mean, at the end of the day, man, and you know because you've been yeah. – I guarantee you've had some great coaches. <clears throat> you've had some bad coaches. Yeah. those coaches, you know, help you build knowledge. They help you build skill. They help you build desire. They help you build confidence. And a Amen. good coach – a good coach should find and fill your missing structures. And so I took all of that intensity, all of that energy – All of the methodology, and I applied it to the business world. And so, in a you know, last 11 years, that's all I've been doing is is building champion championship cultures.
0: I love that, and you're so right. I mean, I talk a lot about if companies and corporations would run their company like a winning NFL team, you're going to win freaking games, right? I mean, if you had Bill Belichick as the CEO right? You make the tough decisions, you put in the work, you build the culture, you build the camaraderie, you, you, you get the grit, right? And you do the right plays and you let the people excel that can excel and you, you cut the people that can't. There's a lot to be learned in that, right, coach? Absolutely.
1: Well, you mentioned it's not easy building a culture. It's not easy. Uh, it's not easy getting, getting an organization in an offensive posture. And that's really what I do on, the corp- on my corporate side is com- companies really bring me in to move them from a defensive posture to an offensive mobility. And what I mean by that is build sales organizations, have mm. dedicated time to, to outbound efforts, work a selling system, build a follow-up, know how to extract referrals. That's really what I try to build in companies and in my own company. So yeah. we're standing with new people, new salespeople, new operational people, new team members. Right to handle the demand of us growing at a rapid rate. But, but listen, you, you said earlier that I was a celebrity. I would consider myself a baby star. I feel <laughs> like I, gotta, I, I, I got the potential to you be. You
0: I, I got I think you're heading, if you're not there, Coach, you're, you're heading that way. So uh, it's amazing. Talk to me um, about your philosophy on everybody getting a trophy. Where's your head at on that?
1: You know, my daughter, I just started coaching my six-year-old daughter, Anna, and she's in a, like, a, like a starter league started a basketball league, and uh, what I want her to learn, I want her to be turned on, number one, to the sport, because I think so many bad coaches turn kids off. Mm. I even saw that with soccer. She had a bad coach. he didn't invest any time and energy, and she walked away and said, I don't, I don't like playing. I don't like participating. If she had a great coach that showed some enthusiasm and got her involved and got her engaged and taught her a skill – as humans, we want to progress. Even kids, yes. they want to learn. Yes. So do I think everybody should get a trophy? Absolutely not. I think it sets us up to fail later in life. Uh, but I do, think, I do think everybody needs to learn inner team dynamics, interdependency, because we have an only child. And I told my wife, I want my daughter in team sports to learn reliance on other people, how to show up, how to deliver. So when she was sick yeah. a few weeks ago, and she said, Daddy, I'm sick. I can't play. I said, it don't matter. We're getting you're going to go there and support your teammates.
2: Yeah.
1: And I'm teaching her these things at six years old because as an only child, she only knows about her. Right. And, and the biggest thing, Judge, that I saw as a, as a women's basketball coach was players that showed up at 14 years old that had very little knowledge, very little skill, very little desire, very little confidence. Mm. And it was a direct result
2: of the coach.
1: Poor coaching early yes. in their career. And I would tell the parents. The parents would come to me and say, what's the problem? I'm like, she is, your daughter is so far behind. Right. But she's been playing since she was four years old. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but she's been playing for <clears throat> all people. Now, you translate that to the business world. You're, most people are smart, they're going to figure things out, but it could be a long cycle of figuring it out. A good coach should speed up and accelerate the cycle by helping you with your missing structure. So yes. I, I study people and I go, look, there's four big missing structures everybody on the planet has. They don't know how to explain their services in a world-class way. They don't know how to generate new leads through a selling system or prospecting system. They don't know how to follow up seven to 15 touches, and they don't know how to extract referrals. If we could just fix these things, they're going to get a lift.
2: Mm-hmm. And my goal is
1: 40, 40% increase in a one-year cycle minimum. And and we get it consistently if they plug in and get coached. But there's a difference between desire and ambition, and I think yeah. it was Brunson said 98% of people have desire only 2% have ambition and the people that have ambition
0: crush it. Yeah. Well, not only that, I would say the people that have ambition has to turn into action, right? So I talk very very similar. So to me, I have a saying, it's called whim, where is my money? Okay. And what what that is, is it's, it's capitalist, but it's, you know, from the company perspective, where is my money? Is the employee. Yes. Where is my money for the customer? And where is my money for the company and what are the six to eight things I'm going to do today that are going to focus on where is my money for those, those different, those different areas. And by doing that, you're taking the proper action and prior to, you know, and, and then then it's just behaviors, right? I mean, you know, what's, what's so fascinating, the four things you outline um, are all key and they're not that hard to do. It's the mindset, the behavior, and then it's the actions where people fall short on those. You agree with that?
1: Yeah, because I'm going to give you a coaching perspective. Winning is a game of probability. Mm-hmm. And what we do as coaches is we charted everything and we played percentages. Now, here's a stat everybody needs to know. <clears throat> uh, I think that 16% of people you talk to are, roughly, are early adopters or innovators. That means they're going to take quick action. For every 30 people you talk to, 4.8 of those people are going to be open-minded, potentially interested. Then there's going to be another percentage that have to hear it three to seven times, then another percentage that need to hear it seven to 15 times. Mm-hmm. So I tell my sales team, I'm looking at the board right now, my top, my top person today's made 47 calls today, my number two is at 43, my number three is at 29, and then we get into some administrative stuff. So I'm like, 80 calls a day, if you make 80 calls a day, 16% of those are going to be open. Doesn't mean they're going to say yes. Right initiate the sales cycle. It's yes, effort. <laughs> a seller is just presenting an idea to a person, and if they don't like that idea, give them another idea.
2: Yeah.
1: But, hey. but, but, but too many people I coach, man, they, they're in such a defensive posture. They wait on something to happen. Nothing has to happen for you to take action. Your boss don't have to do anything. Your wife don't have to do anything. Your kids don't have to do anything. What you got to do is say, look, um, I'm going to create. Every day I'm in a concept of creation. I'm in the concept of creation. And that's outbound efforts to increase probability.
0: Yeah. Amen. So one thing that I love, and I want the audience to recognize, the, one of the reasons of many, but that Coach Bird is successful, guys, you notice we're on this podcast. He's talking to me. And in line sight, four feet probably from him, he's telling me, where are my numbers? Where is my money today? So for everybody listening, he's tracking it. He's measuring it. He's optimizing it, and he's holding his team accountable, and he's coaching them to be successful.
1: Yeah, I think, I think when it comes to this, here, the best line on accountability is this. It was in, it was in the purpose-driven life. Uh, Rick Warren said it like this. The best line of accountability, we start with good intention, we get excited, and we commit to something. We then fall off the wagon for whatever reason. Lack of discipline, too many priorities. We get distracted easily. We don't have the stick or toughness it takes, or Monero's term, grit. And mm-hmm. the third thing we do is we experience guilt. So you say, what do we, why, what do we feel guilty for? The loss of our potential. We're mm-hmm. reaping the loss of our lost potential. And I write about that in the book, Everybody Needs a Coach in Life, of, of that cycle. A good coach should break that cycle for you. Right. So I'm not going to let you quit again. I'm not going to let you fall apart again. I'm not going to let you start and not finish
2: again. Right.
1: Even big-time performers, need that you know I'm doing a retreat with Tim Grover uh who who was Michael Jordan's yeah I said did you talk to Jordan any differently than anybody else he said absolutely not Jordan although he's one of the best performers in the world needed me to talk to him a certain way yeah so so my point is a good coach should be able to have hard conversations with people I'm an intense person but I'm a positive person so that's why I said I'm intense and I'm positive so a lot of people uh, come to me because they know I push them, but I push them in a way they go, man, I like playing for that guy. He, 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 like a Pete Carroll. I push people like a Pete Carroll. Uh, there was a study that showed 24% of the players in the NFL wanted to play for Carroll. And wow. so you think by watching him that he's easy. Like he's smiling a lot, he's having fun, he's pat people on the butt. And, and, and they ask his players, is he easy to play for? Does he have? And they was like, no, he's got incredible expectations. He just right. does it in a way that's positive and upbeat. So that's the kind of coach I am today. I don't I don't kick anything or throw anything or, or <laughs> all the stuff I used to do as a young coach. I'm intense, but I'm positive, man. I push buttons, but I but but I'm trying to activate prey, prey drive in a person, which is the ability to optically see something and then and then have the the as to
0: go get it. Well, I love what you brought up, and getting back to Tim Grover and Michael Jordan, and you mentioned you know, you got to bring them back up. You got to build that confidence. You know, coach, I believe you cannot be successful without failure. I believe failure is the path towards success. I I truly believe that, right? I mean, I failed my first business and by not living through that failure, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And and you look at it, whether it's Tim Grover coaching Michael Jordan, who you're going to be doing a retreat with, Uh, Oprah Winfrey, the greatest of the great. They openly admit, I have failed more than I have won. I have missed more shots than I have made. And we're talking about the GOAT. We're talking about Jordan yep. here, right? And, and I think that something that, that I'm sure you're doing and breaking through to people is letting them understand that failure is a part of the journey, and you'll never become great without embracing that failure. Is that right, Coach?
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's you know – Bob golf calls it a quarter inch turn. I like that. And I tell people, you didn't fail. You just, you, you just, you, you recalibrating
2: like yeah. we
1: do Things all the time. And some of them are more successful than other things, but it's my ability to have an idea and take action on an idea, knowing that it may or may not work. Like we may make some money here. We may not, it may, it may be a huge hit. It, it may not be a hit, but it's the ability to just keep coming back over and over again and, and trying new concepts with really no fear of failure or rejection.
0: Just yeah. consideration. Yeah, so for everybody listening, right, because um, – and I talk a lot about this. And I, uh, Coach, you have, uh, you have kids, right? I have one daughter, yes. Okay, and how old is she? Six now. Okay, six. Okay, what a great age, right? I've, I've got a seven and a nine-year-old, and I tell this story. So uh, last year, my eight-year-old – you're going to love this, Coach – he gets up on stage at the talent show. 500 people. 500, by himself, and he sings Bruno Mars and dances, wow. you know, at the best of his ability. But there's this there's this special thing in children at that age that, that they're not scared. Right. They'll fail, right? And as we get older, we lose that. So how do you coach that through? Because if you can keep that seven-year-old in you, yeah. I believe you're destined for success because you don't care – about failure. You care about getting better.
1: Well, that's one of the reasons we started a kids division. I've got an online academy for children. We're getting into school systems, um, private schools, public schools. I wrote a book on confidence. And, it, and when I was a high school coach, I wrote down on a napkin one day, a kid that has confidence will try anything.
2: Mm. A, kid,
1: a kid that is insecure will not try anything. And so I wrote down, how do you build, maintain, and protect your greatest asset? Your confidence is your greatest asset. I agree. become your greatest liability. Those that have confidence won't risk an opportunity. Those that are insecure contract and retreat. So when I wrote that book called Swag, the book is about how do you build, maintain, and protect your confidence. Now, I would tell you, Judge, today, coaching adults, I can pick up in a matter of seconds if a person has low confidence. Yeah. And, and, and the way they walk and the way they talk and the way they carry themselves. And that, that confidence can be – Transformed, okay? right? That, that confidence can be transformed. Okay. Now I'm gonna give an example. Susan, come here for a second. I want to show my assistant Susan. She just okay. Susan's a confident person. Okay. I'm gonna bring you in here. See this. This is my right hand. Susan, woman. you gotta
0: How
1: you do it? <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you something. We took Susan to Miami with us this past weekend to 10x. Yeah. Okay. We exposed her to the whole thing. We got her around other monster producers. She came home and her confidence was about. 30 times higher.
2: Awesome. Right, I would, I definitely would. Yeah. So so here's
1: my point, here's my point. You take, a, <laughs> you take a confident person. Right. And, and my point is, in just a matter of 72 hours with exposure to big time people and, and, and thought processes like this, and being in a suite with those big time members, her confidence elevated significantly. Yes. I could tell when she walked in on Monday, she's a different person. Mm. Her confidence is higher, her engagement is higher. Her, her energy is higher. Everything's – and so here's what I'm trying to tell you. Environments create confidence. I agree. So, you know, being coached by somebody creates confidence. Being open to something creates confidence. But let me tell you something. Lou Holt said it this way. One of the best quotes on confidence ever. What takes years to build up can take seconds to tear down. Mm. And, and, and I think a good coach – I see a lot of coaches that tear down confidence by how they communicate with people. I think a lot of good coaches are in the business of building confidence, maintaining confidence. Protecting confidence. Listen, 08, I was coaching a home builder during the middle of the recession. who was worth $50 million and he didn't have an ounce of confidence. Wow. He didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. He was watching his company go down the drains. He was incredibly successful, multiple homes, private jets, everything. And I, that taught me something about confidence. See, all of his confidence was tied up in his work. Mm. You need to protect your confidence in multiple buckets. You know, and I say at least eight buckets. So my, my, my faith has got a confidence bucket. My, my physical, my body's got a confidence bucket. My, my, my uh, relationship fine. has got a confidence bucket. My kids have got a confidence. My work's got a confidence bucket. Because here's what I know. It's very unlikely that every one of those are clicking on every cylinder. Amen. So what happens if I leave, leave this morning and my wife's upset with me and my whole day is shot because all my confidence is tied up in my wife? Hmm. Or what if I had a bad day at work and all my confidence is tied up in my work? I need to protect my confidence. I need to put my confidence in a, in a lock, lock box and throw the key away so nothing can destroy it out here. That's yeah. the purpose of that.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, and I think it's so true, right? Environments. I'm, I, I am a firm believer in culture, right? And culture to me is it, it's through core values. It's through attitude. It's behaviors. It's environment. So if you're... Seeing you know this room, I could show you. I've got an Andy Warhol style, you know, six bulls on the wall that, uh, uh, wall that are just bringing energy, right? The creating an environment that that you want to invoke, right? In my environment is growth, right? So companies need <clears throat> these environments, right? The other thing you said that I think is is interesting and, and true is you got to level up, right? You've got to surround if you want more. You have to find people at a minimum that at your level or higher, you need to shut up and listen, you need to be humble, you need to absorb concepts, and you need to put yourself in environments you're not used to. And I love some of your your retreats now. You got a private jet, you're picking them up on a jet, you're taking them to beautiful places, you're getting them out of an environment that, that typically they're in to a new elevated environment and you're, you're, you're showing them what's possible. And then I believe that the brain and the mind triggers and starts to build that confidence yeah. when you put yourself in those environments. And I love that you're doing that. you wanna talk a little bit about how those work? I know you got a couple coming up.
1: Yeah, all right, so here's a statement. Every action we take is driven by our thoughts. Our thoughts are no wiser than our understandings. I.e., we can't think any bigger than what we understand. So the question becomes, how do we grow up a, a, a bigger understanding? Well, we get around people who think bigger than we do. Mm.
2: Okay?
1: I mean, I spoke at the original 10X in Riviera Maya, Mexico with Cardone six or seven years ago, yes. people, which is where I met Matt Monero and yep. where I met Brad Lee. And let me tell you something. My wife went with me and having my wife around Elena Cardone and, and Melissa Lee and Matt Monero's wife, my wife came home and said, okay, I, I understand now." Mm. Uh, how we can become a power dynamic with each other. I see, right. I didn't see. So I've been a big fan of the retreat experience for a long time. And once we started to build our membership up, I've got uh, different houses in different parts of the country. I buy those houses for one reason, to exchange, to create mm-hmm. structure for my people to exchange. So we purchased a big lodge in Tennessee, sits on 23 acres. It's beautiful. We got a nine bedroom house in Seaside, Florida. And we go back and forth between doing three-day retreats. So, for example, coming up in March is me and Tim Grover, who wrote the book Relentless. Mm -hmm. And so a person comes in on Thursday, Thursday night. We have dinner. If you're a VIP, you have dinner with Tim Grover and myself. We coach Thursday morning and Thursday – excuse me, Friday morning and Friday afternoon. We have another dinner on Friday night. We repeat the experience on Saturday, coaching in the morning, coaching in the afternoon. And in between that time, you get to have, you know, sit and talk with Tim Grover, sit and talk with me. Now, how much would it cost you if you picked up the phone and called and said, I'd like to spend two or three days with you? I mean, it, even with me, I just don't do that. Like, like right. it would be incredibly expensive. Uh, but, but, but I tell people, you could come spend three days with me at my right. lodge in yeah. an setting with 20 other people. And if you can't come to this one, come to me and uh, Tim Story, who are going to be in Vero Beach. Uh, doing a retreat. We're going to go out on the yacht. We're going to have a, a private van at a, at a mansion. We're going to, you know, we're going to do all these cool things or, or maybe come with me and Kevin Elko, which is Saban psychology coach at Alabama at my lodge. So what we've done is we've created these unique one to three day experiences. Some of them are Thursday night, Friday day. Some of them are Thursday through Sunday, but that's part of the way that I coach people because I'm such a believer in I guess i want to call it retreating to attack taking some time away from oh, your I business love, yeah. to attack your business. I'm,
0: yeah, it's so important, right? You, you, you're, you're practicing what you you preach and you believe in. You're taking them out of an environment. You're putting them in a, an environment of success. You're arming them with what they need to be coached with, and you're inspiring them the entire time to go get more, right? I mean, how can you get inspired if you're not around inspiration? So I think it's awesome, and I love I love what you're doing.
1: Well, and I think about the times I've been with Bradley. I remember when I was so excited that we were selling 250,000 a month in coaching. And I was on a podcast like this. I, you know, I was so excited. I was like, yeah, man, we're, we're selling 250,000 a month coaching services. And I got a call from Bradley afterward. And he's like, bro. He's like, man, don't tell, don't tell people that. He's like, it's embarrassing. That's such a low number. You should be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and here, was, here was what he was saying. He's like, man, a dude like you, your potential and talent, you ought to be doing 2.5 million a month. Right. I, that was his point. Like, yeah, was, yeah. you could be so much bigger.
2: So I yeah.
1: need people in my life, Judge, that that challenged me like that. They go, look, dude, you could be on, you could be there. Like me speaking at 10X, I knew I, could, I should be on that stage. Yeah, you know, amen. You know, I wanted to text Cardo halfway through, go I'm ready, man. And when he says what, just give me the microphone. Let me get up on stage. <laughs> ready to go. Like, I don't need to be in the box watching. I need yeah. to be participating. I need to be up there. Yeah. So you know, I'm just having fun. But that you understand
0: what I'm saying? No, I do. It, it, it's it's been so neat to watch these last I would call it five to six years this entrepreneurial movement, right? I mean, it, it's just taken off. It's just, uh, it's so cool to see, you know, like-minded people and people that want to succeed and be better and people understanding if you want to be better, the best investment you can make is in yourself. Yes.
1: Yes. And you know, you got to get, it's not an expense. This is, this is an investment. This is how you grow. This is how you expand. You've you got, got one be, life. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You got to be involved in just personal development movement. And yeah. If you're, not, if you're not listening to podcasts, if you're not going to conferences, if you're not getting a coaching program, then you're really not that serious. You're stagnant. Yeah. You're not dynamic. You're not dynamic. You're right. stagnant. The only other stages in tropic. So I try to keep people in a dynamic state.
0: Yeah. And I love this. So your wife's written living with the monster, which which I love. So I need to connect my wife with your wife because I'm pretty sure I'm probably a monster as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: but you know, it's it's a a driven entrepreneur is a different breed, right? It, there's just an innate, you know, uh, and you appreciate this coach. I, uh, I'm putting a mastermind together. Um, it's sold out. It's, it's here in Dallas, Texas. Nice. It's February 19th and 20th. Okay. And um, I'm so excited about it, right? It, cause we sold it out and last night I just couldn't sleep, right? I couldn't sleep. My brain's just going, and so, you know, here I get up, the monster's getting up at one o'clock and, you know, I'm heading into my office and I'm cranking out and building out agendas and content, and how it's going to do. But it takes, you know, I, I commend your wife to write the book because living with a driven entrepreneur takes a special partner. Do you agree with that, Coach?
2: Yeah,
1: it does. And I think everybody who, who lives with an obsessed, focused person needs to, needs to get that book. And you can get it at my website, CoachBird.com. And, and it, it's a short book, but it's a powerful book. And my wife has had some big revelations through our time together. One of her big revelations was this. I quit trying to understand my husband. And I started just accepting my husband for who mm. he is. She said, I don't have the pedigree that Michael has. I don't have the background. I don't have the education. I, I, so I don't think like he thinks. You know, that God didn't make me like him. So she said, "When I quit trying to to compete with his ambition, started accepting him for who he is. Our relationship went to a whole new level. So now we're doing podcasts uh, called Living with the Monster, mm-hmm. which is one of our most downloaded podcasts. We're doing uh, retreats called Living with the Monster. We're getting asked to speak at couples events, where you know I've got Inside the Mind of a Monster, is my new book. We brought her book out at the exact same time, called Living with the Monster, and it's really something." Uh, that both that you need to read together so you understand both sides of this equation so it's a pretty powerful dynamic
0: yeah no that's awesome so coach uh love the energy love the vision love the you know unstoppable what's next right i mean we're doing huge masterminds you're doing these big retreats you know you mentioned you know there's no reason why i can't have the next 10x or bigger right i mean that's that's the next stage right it's the monster conference that's right
1: yeah, I think what's next is to continue to, to grow to grow nationally, internationally. It's to get on bigger stages. It's to grow bigger followings. It's to help more people. It, and, and like I said, I think we – one thing, Judge, I, I wrote down in my notes because I did a show on this earlier today, like what did I learn at 10X. All of us, you have a unique ability that is different than other people's ability. You have There's a place for you to carve out that you can own. Niche. And it's not about replicating other people. I know for a period of my life, I, you know, I, I, I was emulating other people and it wasn't me. Now I'm to the point where I know who I am. I know yes. what I offer that's different than what other people offers. And everybody has a niche that they can own uh, and a unique ability that they can own. So what's next for me is taking the Monster Nation, national, international. We're now getting asked to speak at international conferences uh, all over the world, you know, and, and I'm very excited about my kids division monster kids trying to get that into schools. And, uh, you know, man, I'm just, i just feel lucky to get up and do this every day and be around people like you and, and spend time with people like team members we're accumulating. So I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm hitting a stride here, man.
0: Amen. No, I can feel it. I can feel it. And I can see it. Good. So you know, you said one thing that uh, it's, it's at my core niche will get you rich. Right. Coach, I say all the time, you want to go an inch wide and a mile deep. It, whatever you do, it your, your processes become easier, your story becomes tighter, your results become better, your staff becomes better. All those things happen when you decide to say no, yeah, right. And, and you get that clarity, right? Quit copying. Own who you are, and 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 just live in that inch wide and mile deep, and you'll be successful.
1: Yeah, I think I think you know I believe in mastery, which is you know long obedience in the same direction. I believe ten years of practice is where it's at. I believe you hone and refine and develop to where you are truly a master at what it is you do. And right. I think you can't be a master at everything. I think you gotta. I'm constantly asking myself, what could I be the number one guy in the world at?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I'm a pure coach. I mean, I'm a pure yeah. coach. I'm I'm not a celebrity like some of these people. I don't <clears> just write like books. I mean, I'm in the business. of taking low, low thought, converting into high thought, and really transforming a person's life and their business over over a period of time because you know. that's what a coach should do. So I think we're just now really getting clarity about, hey, this is the spot we can own in the world.
0: I love it. All right, Coach. I know we're getting close to, to closing this, and you've got more. Num- what are the numbers now, Coach? What's the board say? They're still
1: going up. Yeah, they're still. We're, they're updating that right now. <laughs> okay, I like it. So we yeah, we got to get you. To that. I wanted to gamify it to where everybody yeah knows where they are in relationship to each other, how many calls are going out, how many appointments are set, how many people are we pushing to class. So we it's tied to our phone systems, and there's a big. You can't see it right now, but there's a big. Uh, Video board at front that shows exactly where everybody's at.
0: Yeah, I love it. It's back to culture, right? You, you're creating. Where is my money, right? Yeah. You're creating a growth culture to get everybody jazzed, right? I mean, it's it's about that environment, right? There's a visual. You're walking past that board, and you go, "Oh shit, my number is yeah, lower. Number, <laughs> I gotta get it up."
1: Well, when you come in, we call this the Greatness Factory. So you come in, there's a big sign that says the Greatness Factory, and I tell people, it don't say the Complacency Factory, and it don't say the Whining Factory. Yeah, don't say the excuse factory, right? Yeah. It's the yeah. greatness factory. That's what uh, we're trying to do uh, here.
0: I love it. I All love right, it. I can, can sort of wrap up. Wrap up. Any closing there's thoughts there's you want to talk audience
2: be. with?
1: One, I believe everybody needs a good coach. I believe a good coach can change your life. And I believe those good coaches earn three and four times the amount of money than those that don't. So if you listen to this show, uh, Judge has got incredible energy. There's a reason you're listening to it because you know you've got some more potential, as we say in the South which is this idea of embryonic growth. You'll be better today than you were yesterday, but you're not going to get better unless you have somebody having conversations with you. You don't want to have making you do something you don't want to do. That's why you
0: need a good coach in your life. Amen. Coach, where can everybody find you at? What's the best place?
1: Yeah. You just search coach Michael Burt on anything and you should be able to find me on, on everything from Instagram to uh, Facebook, to everything. We put out an enormous amount of content, YouTube, out thousands and thousands of videos like it's ridiculous how many videos i put out and how much content i've got 13 books in the market so um you know pick up a new copy of inside the mind of a monster and living with the monster especially if you're a monster like judge and (laughs) go out there and get that
0: i love it all right guys if you're not following me you probably are because you're watching this i'm pretty much everything at judge graham on facebook at judge graham business Check out DominantMastermind.com. It's sold out. I'm freaking pumped. We got another one coming. I got my buddy, Tim Hissum right here with me. That's going to be a part of it with me. We're doing big things. Coach, I want to do something big with you. I want to make it happen. And uh, as always, this was fantastic. And uh, that's a wrap, man.
2: Thank you, brother.